just like to say that the Noise Abatement Society haven't been over monitoring anything in this area. Uh, the noise has carried on regardless. Oh, lots of shouting going on. Lots of that shouting. Um, I've got some big news actually this week. But we'll have to hold off on that because this shouting's intriguing me too much. Uh, welcome to episode uh, 65 of Mr. Burt Pods. Well, it's the neighbour with visitors uh, who seem to be leaving. And of course, I've left the window open slightly because it's warm and uh, hopefully they can't hear me. Um, It has to be said, and I forgot to say this last week, that although I'm moaning about uh, the background, the the noise, uh, and saying you might be able to hear it in the background of the recording, I actually, using the sophisticated software that I'm using, uh, can get rid of background noise. So I actually can remove the... uh, various whizzing, whirling and drilling that goes on by the time you get to listen to the uh, the edited podcast, not that I do any editing on it. I have to say I do actually ramble and very rarely uh, I'll say something that is actually completely out of place or inappropriate and I have to cut it, but usually you do actually get 20 minutes of um, unedited ramblings uh, or observations as I like to call them. Uh, and uh that's not true of nothing to see here oh talking of which um better acknowledge um that uh football was last night um strangely i managed to get to watch some of it and uh and it was just the worst of the worst um and the way it ended i hate i hate it when it ends like that but um i'd just like to say the reason we lost is because of darren oh they're driving off well, I don't know who that was. I don't even recognise the car. Oh, you might be able to hear the background noise there. I'll try not to edit that out. Um, yeah, it was Darren's fault that we lost. Uh, he was away, uh, and he he was coming home on Sunday, uh, yesterday, uh, and he did come home. Except he got to he was in Gateshead. Uh, he got to Charing Cross and then decided to go to his best friend's house instead of going home. Uh, Bad move, as it turned out. So obviously, yeah, that's the reason that we lost, because Darren can't be bothered coming home. And I did say, uh, you know, the country is relying on you. Uh, Get back home quickly and safely. But as usual, he doesn't listen to me. So um, I have put out a little bit of a plea. No, it's not really a plea, but um, a little uh, message on the Nothing to See website, which I shall repeat here, which is basically... um, a little serious moment of uh, promotion. Uh, I think I've mentioned Darren isn't doing lots of laying around. I just wish I, I'm going to stay laying around now, just completely automatically because he's brainwashed me into saying that. Um, he hasn't been lying around doing nothing. That's just been my little joke. He's been extremely busy and his uh, rehearsals are now in full swing for Passion for the Planet. So it's just a little promotion for it. I know nobody listening to this, well, as far as I'm concerned, uh, as far as I'm aware, lives near uh, or in Gateshead or Newcastle, but it is uh, going on in Newcastle. It's called Passion for the Planet. It's an immersive promenade performance uh, for all ages in and around uh, Christchurch in an area of Gateshead called Felling. Um, It's very cheap. It's £3 a ticket and um, there will be audio described performances and BSL performances and 
uh, Darren has worked really, even still is working really. He was, you know, not, not only was he, I think he hasn't written it. I'm sure he's got plenty to say on the uh, script, poor writer. Um, but he is directing it, of course. Uh, he's also running a load of workshops. So he's been working with children from nursery age upwards uh, through students and also with uh, Age Concern, or was it Age UK, or they the same thing, Gateshead, um, getting local community groups to make um, bits of art that are going to be used in the performance. So the little children were making masks, uh, which was lovely. And um, so he's taken all that on, bearing in mind he's based in London, Bearing in mind, uh, to earn his crust, he's a therapist, so has to be here for uh, some time, because if he wasn't a therapist, probably wouldn't be doing any of his theatre work, so it certainly doesn't pay anything. And he was going to be acting in it as well. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, talk about, he's just an idiot. So anyway, he's not. He's decided, he decided a while back that he wasn't going to act in it, and said it was a great weight off his shoulder, and I just, what can you say? Um... So uh, I've got off the topic. So yeah, so all that's going on. So I'm going to leave the web page, uh, the Damcheat web page here with details of the performance and Twitter and Facebook links. There is supposed to be an Instagram being started, which I'm having nothing to do with. Uh, but if, dear listeners, you could just share the details on your social media, um, Darren, would be really, really grateful. Uh, also, as I'm being made responsible for the publicity for the performance, uh, as I've previously acknowledged, uh, if no one comes to it, um, the theatre company will collapse and yet again I will have been responsible for it. So if for no other reason, please could you share on your social media the links in order that I survive. Um, I'll just never hear the end of it. But also, joking apart, Darren's had a grant from the Arts Council for it, which is fairly difficult to come by nowadays, and lots of other grants. So um, it's a huge, huge thing for him, this. And he is a person of great integrity, uh, despite the persona that comes across on Nothing to See Here. And um, I really, really want you know this to do well for him. It would uh, mean a lot. A lot to him and it will give him in the company a real boost to be able to go on and do other things and he's so not money-making orientated he just wants to uh, make enough money that they can just carry on uh, it's much more important to him that uh, it's an accessible community uh, created performance um, along with the professional actors who are holding the thing together it's being done in little groups so it's all COVID secure and everything so I've done Passion for Planet, done the football. I think we're on the verge of possibly everybody going mad and spreading COVID everywhere. I don't really understand why everybody seems to have got it into their head that the government are going to say no one has to wear a face mask done, that we don't need to do social distancing. When actually, and I'm no fan of this government, they haven't said anything about anything yet. Now, they may well say today that as of the 21st or whenever it is of July, we can all stop wearing our masks, this, that, and the other, but they haven't said anything. But the media whip up this frenzy that you start thinking that they've said these things. And it's not helped admission, admittedly by politicians sort of hinting and saying half-truthy things. Uh, I don't know why they just don't shut up um, and just announce everything that needs announcing when it's due to be announced, which actually generally in fairness to them, they do. 
So who knows what's going on? I personally will continue wearing my mask on public transport and I don't see the problem. I, I don't get it. I, I think, can we not just open, I'm going to get on my soapbox now, but can we not just open up um, with a few minor, you know, restrictions? Is it a great sacrifice to not wear, to, to wear a mask on public transport? It's, it's not like, you know, we have to put our leg in Plaster Paris before we can get on a tube. It's ridiculous. It just, it's like a face mask. Why can we not just open up with a few precautions and why can't they make those legal? I don't understand why we, I mean, it's quite possible people will be responsible, but there will always be people who won't be responsible. And um, there probably will be more of that if it's left up to everybody to behave as they want. But I shall continue wearing um, my face mask just in, out of principle if nothing else and I think it there is something someone was saying it's um that's my phone beeping um some people are, are going to be feel very very uncomfortable and unsafe if they're not if they don't have people wearing masks around them so that's another reason I think we should all be wearing them but I'm not going to wear them when I walk to the shops um theatre I'm not sure about because I have books in theatre so the seating plans that I booked with were all spaced out so whether the theatres will sell the rest of their tickets uh, after the releasing of the lockdown if that happens uh, will be interesting I don't know so we may end up in a packed theatre uh, I don't know we'll see so um, yes that's all that so uh, off the soapbox it's very quiet in the road the big news is that I hadn't clicked until the other day um, our lovely gardener there's a stupid uh annoying uh tree <clears throat> it's a yucca and somebody told in fact in fact i found the original picture for this flat from the estate agents and i bought this in i think it was the early 90s quite remember anyway um i think it was in the 90s and there was no yucca tree in the picture uh, there is now a very big yucca tree they grow extremely fast and I remember somebody and I know exactly who it was saying to me way way back uh, when they flower they die this yucca tree has been in flower for the past 25 years and it's got bigger and bigger and bigger and it's blocked my because we've got a large casement type window the um, the side bit of the window looks down the road and the yucca's completely blocked it so I haven't been able to see anything going on down the road um, and it's just happened over time um, the gardener has gone up somebody's asked him to chop it down well not, not chop it down to sort of prune it um, prune the branches and that and he has and now I can see all the way down the road which is just absolutely marvellous in fact I can see one of our neighbours uh, deadheading no she probably isn't deadheading the roses I had a chat with her this morning she was actually um in a bit of a palaver because she said there's been so much rain a garden's full of weeds but it's actually a really lovely garden um and it's difficult to tell the difference between what she's planted and what the weeds are and I mean that in the nicest possible way it all looks really natural and lovely but she's got lots of um oh she's going at it with the secateurs she's got lots of lovely roses in it but it's not like a rose garden it's really lovely so uh, she's ignoring my uh, advice to leave it alone, obviously. Um, what else has been going on in the road? Yes, I've got this lovely view now down the road. I can't believe it, which I always used to have. But that, that flipping tree, which is still there, has just gradually grown and grown and grown. And I just have noticed that the view has been slowly blocked off. Um, 
the view is the other way is blocked by my tomato plants uh, which are getting fairly big. I'm not very good with tomatoes, although I usually... Well, what I normally do is I grow them and then they come into flower and then I get the fruit and then just as the fruit uh, is ready to be picked, we go on holiday. Uh, and I'm sure that's going to happen this time. Now, one of them, the leaves are going quite brown, so I think what I've done is I haven't been watering consistently, so I'm trying to change that. And I was going to get annoyed because uh, there's no flowers on them yet. And uh, just as I was thinking that, I realised there's a little bunch of flowers on top of one of them, although it is looking a bit droopy. But anyway, there are flowers there. <clears throat> These are quite odd uh, tomatoes. They are sort of... Um, uh, what's the word? Not square, not cubic. What's the word for a long... Cuboid. They're sort of vaguely cuboid in shape. Um, and apparently they're very good in sauces rather than being eaten as they are. What are they called? Mm, can't even see what they're called because the thing's rubbed off the thing. They're called... San... San... What are they called? San Manzano. Very Italian. So um, and I've now put soil all over the floor. Well done. So yeah, so that's all exciting. I'm very happy I've got little tomato flowers. I haven't done tomatoes for quite some time. I didn't realise you have to nip them in the bud and stop them growing in height. And when I first started them, uh, they literally, well, they were certainly heading towards the ceiling. And this is a tall ceiling room. And they were all trailing all over the floor as well. I mean, it was like a forest, uh, although the cat was happy. And oh, talking of cats, that cat, I saw that cat again, the one that was in that really peculiar position that I woke up in the middle of the night stressing about. It was like it's lying on um, a very thin wall, the top of a very thin wall. Uh, one leg is like dangling down, uh, the back leg, and the tail is next to it. Couldn't see where the other leg was. And then the front body was sort of turned sideways, so, uh, so it was sort of like corkscrewed. Uh, and it just looked as if it was about to fall off. But it was obviously very happy. So I just think it's a really weird cat. Some will say that all cats are weird. I quite understand, but I think this one is particularly eccentric. Um, so what I haven't been up to very much, actually, uh, I had, of course, I didn't do a run last week because of the leg. The leg's a lot better now. Um, I think it's pretty much back to normal. Uh, and then lo and behold, just as I was happily running this morning, thinking, oh, my leg's much better, this is Marvellous to be out running again. Uh, the muscle in exactly the same place, but in my other leg started hurting. So uh, I've obviously pulled a muscle in my right calf now. Uh, I did keep running because I was so cross about the whole thing. Uh, and it eased off a bit and it's not feeling too bad. It does hurt, but it's not feeling too bad. And it's very quiet around today. Um, which is really frustrating, actually, because now I've got a view both ways. I was hoping there'd be lots of excitement going on, but there isn't. So, uh, yeah, it feels like my other leg did just towards the end of it, getting back to normal, so it's not too bad. Um, but that's a little bit frustrating. So I've been out. Um, I've gone... I've started my tutoring uh, in person again, which I think I may mention. So I've been into the centre of London twice, which is all fine. And then I took a self-COVID self-test when I got home, which is just an absolute nightmare. Um, you know, it's just dreadful. Uh, oh, actually, talking of noise, I was 
I thought I'd have a nice quiet run this morning, but of course the uh, massive great um, grass cutter things that were going. And of course they're huge. I mean, they're like mini tractors with really long cutting things coming out from both sides, uh, which is fine because it's a playing field. But then they're going down, but the the path I run, run on is round the edge and then they, they're sort of going round this tiny little verge next to the path, which is just completely bizarre. Does it really need cutting? So one of its cutters is doing that, and the other cutter, because they're so wide, is just dragging along the path. And then I have to run round for fear of taking a leg off. Um, and they're so noisy. And then there was a couple of other men doing strimming or trimming, whatever it's called, which I just a complete waste of time. Just leech, It's not like nature's taking over the world. Um, maybe it should. Um, so every time I ran past them, I couldn't hear my... I'm listening to a podcast, couldn't hear it. Uh, so that was really frustrating. The noise started up Sunday morning before 10 o'clock. I mean, I was still in bed, not asleep. But 10 to 10, there was, I don't know where it was coming from, somewhere at the back. Um, I thought it was a head trimmer at first, but it wasn't. It was something a lot bigger. Um, and then it started up again this morning, uh, half past eight. Uh, it's ridiculous. I, I wouldn't mind, but the builders up the road... Uh, barely hear them. I don't know what else is going on. Although I did, it did occur to me the reason I'm being annoyed by the noise, which is normally I'd be out at work. And of course, with it being summer and me being home all day and having the windows open, uh, this is probably the time of year everybody does get their things, building work done, but of course I don't normally notice it. Uh, so there we go. So, um, yes, a little bit sad that uh, two things are finished one of which I can't remember, but Antiques Road Trips finished, which I'm very sad about. And there was a very nice last one with Phil Serrell and a woman I hadn't seen before called Izzy Barmer. And they were brilliant together. For any of you who haven't seen Shame on You, Antiques Road Trip, basically two experts. Uh, it's 45 minutes and it's Monday to Friday. They drive around the country in an, an old vintage car and they visit various antiques area. They also will go and visit a local museum or place of interest, some of which are absolutely fascinating. It's one of the main reasons I watch it. I learned all about the Tiller Girls today. And, um, and um, they then put their, I think they have to buy, they've got 200 pounds to buy five things and they go through an auction every day and it's basically who gets the most money is the winner. Uh, and the extra money goes to ch children in need. Um, they can be quite competitive, and sometimes the relationships feel a bit forced. But Phil Serrell and Izzy Barmer were just so lovely together. They bought really lovely things, and uh, they both made quite a lot of money, actually. Yeah, they both did really well. And they got on so well, they did a loud takes thing at the end, and they've never done outtakes on uh, Antiques Road Trip before. So that was uh, a real pleasure. So I'm a bit sad that's over, but I found some old celebrity ones on watching those, which is basically the same idea, but just with a couple of celebrities. And they just do that in an hour. Um, and then what else has finished? Something else has finished I got quite sad about. Oh, can't be that sad about it because I can't remember what it was. Something on the TV. Oh, I know. Finish all the Marvel things. I was... Um, oh, no, except we're watching WandaVision now, which is really good. Uh, I was dilly-dallying about going to the cinema to see um, uh, Black Widow. 
uh, which is the latest one, but I ended up not going for some reason. I think it meant I think it meant leaving the house. Um, so yes, it has been a quiet week. Oh, I did yoga this morning, uh, and it was the substitute woman again who I've had lost of in the past. I don't know what my yoga teacher does, uh, but he's quite often not there. Um, I think. I can't really work out what happened because when he went away for a long period, she seemed to have built up um, her own little following. But I'm not quite sure she didn't seem to know anybody in the studio today. And I was the only one online. And um, I think because I was the only one she recognised, she kept talking to me, which was a bit unsettling. Uh, she didn't read a poem, which is a bit sad. And I thought, well, actually, I could have done my cuckoo poem for those of you who listen to Nothing to See Here. I think that would have been really nice. Uh, but I thought about that too late to suggest it. Um, talking of cuckoo poems, uh, this is going to mean nothing to anybody who does not listen to nothing to see here. But uh, Mrs. Plover, uh, a regular, I can't call her a guest actually, she's a listener, a regular listener. She phones in every week and leaves a message. Um, I have heard that the Royal Society of Literature gave Mrs. Plover um, an outstanding award for poetry read out in assembly. So I just want to give a big shout out and congratulations to Mrs. Plover because we're all extremely proud of her. Um, and we did find out her first name this week, actually. Uh, so you'll be hearing her first name uh, this coming Sunday. Um, I think that's all. It has been a quiet week, but then that's no bad thing. Uh, oh, I nearly got offered some work, but I think it's sort of not going to happen in the theatre. But um, if it happens, I'll let you know. I'm actually quite happy not working. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't say that. So, um, da, 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 da. yes, it's been very quiet day in the street. This past 20 minutes, I've not seen a soul, and even the neighbour's gone in front. Oh, no, she's still there. She's... she's hacking away with those septors, uh, those what you call them, secretaries. I hope she's not destroying things. Um, yes. Thank you for listening.